bed riding does have its perks. Of... How, how does rotting have any perks? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, the rotting right. part I don't get. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News, John McCure with us. I'm wondering if you can give us first a quick update on Peachgate at your house. For those who normally listen to John's show, somebody was stealing peaches from his yeah. tree. In the front yard? Front yard. It's like 10 feet from the curb and dude in just swim trunks, soccer slides, and no <laughs> shirt walked into my yard and was taking so many peaches that he was trying to cradle them and they were falling off, rolling down the driveway. Neighbors saw it. Oh, so this wasn't a cat who went and grabbed himself a little snack. Like he was. No, he had arms full of peaches. He had a bushel. Yeah, he did. And uh, so my wife got ticked off. She put a sign in the yard that said, this is private property. You're stealing. Congratulations, you're on our security camera. Uh, don't do this again. Uh-oh. Yeah, she was ticked. I've rarely seen her this irritated. Dude never came back that we know of. And now the peaches are ready. So the sign worked. Most of the peaches are on the tree, and the peaches are being harvested. So some will be coming your direction. The sign worked. My wife is irritated. It's kind of fun when you see your wife really pissed off, and it's not you that she's ticked <laughs> off at, isn't it? You ever see your girl just hot? Yeah, it's usually a mama bear reaction of some yep. kind. Somebody messed with the kids that she yep. wasn't having. So do you know who this guy is or no? No, but we think he must live in our neighborhood. I heard from a lot of police officers who That's said, you know, really you're not on a main street. Stealing from your neighbor. And the car was parked right near the tree. So I've been looking for the car. Every yeah, time you have. I'm in the yard now, I'm looking for the car. But a guy with no shirt, swim trunks, and soccer slides, and we're not on a main thoroughfare, has to drive by the tree regularly. So he might not be... Three houses down, but he's somewhere near us. What's with the big inflatable that showed up then? Oh, so here's the other thing that happened. Dude steals peaches from yard. Two days later, I'm down in the basement. I'm watching TV. My phone rings, and there's a picture of an inflatable bear like 10 feet tall standing next to my tree. I go racing up the stairs, and it's one of my friends in the bear costume just laughing their butt off. Bears like peaches. Bears gone. Peaches are still there. Did you give him a peach? He earned it. That's pretty funny. He earned a, he earned a bag of peaches, yeah. So right. it's good, pal. Thanks for asking. Please report back to us if there are I any will. developments on Peachgate. Peaches coming your way soon. Peaches for me. Millions of peaches. Peaches for free. Look out! Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. It's an oil painting. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. One day after snapping their four-game losing streak, the Milwaukee Brewers unfortunately discovered a new way to lose the Wednesday afternoon rubber match in Washington. Vargas is now at second. Ruiz is at first. Nobody out. The one-two pitch. Bouncing ball to third. Monasterio has it. Comes home with it. The throw is wide of the bag. Gets away from Contreras. Dickerson has scored. Here's the throw to the plate. And in there, safe as Vargas. The Nationals walk off the Brewers here today. An ugly finish for the Brew Crew as they fall to the Nationals by a final score of 3-2, to two, losing two out of three in the nation's capital and fin- finishing with just one win over the six-game road trip. There is good news, though, for Milwaukee. The Reds lost again, meaning the Brewers Trail them in the NL Central Division by just a half game for the top spot, though. There is bad news with the good news. The Cubs beat those Reds as Chicago continues to shorten their trail of the Brewers. The Cubs now sitting just three games out of first place. 
Milwaukee will look to rebound following that terrible road trip with Pittsburgh Pirates coming to town tonight. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 540. Wow. Wow is simply. Everyone said that yesterday. From, wow. the, from the diamond to the NFL as training camp rolls on today in Green Bay, so does the competition for Aaron Jones in the offense. They've had just about enough of the defense winning the training camp drills. I am getting sick of it. They're definitely letting us hear about it, uh, especially when, when it's time to do the up-downs of the push-ups. They're right there. Um, they're letting Matt hear it, too. So, uh, you know, as a competitor, you never like that. And I, I make sure I'm right next to them so they can see me doing them. And uh, when, it, when the when the rolls flip, I'm going to be right there counting them for them. So. Practice will get underway later this morning in Green Bay, beginning around 1030. And lastly, to college football, where the Big Ten Conference could look a little bit different very soon amid some uncertainty within the Pac-12. The conference, according to multiple sources, has been considering further additions to its already 16-team conference. Oregon, Washington, California, and Stanford, all Pac-12 schools, are the programs under consideration by the league. USC and UCLA are still slated to make the move to the Big Ten beginning in 2024. So, Brandon, that new Brewers outfielder, Mark Cana, who comes from the Mets, he's a huge foodie, apparently. His Instagram uh, account is Big League Foodie or whatever, and he was on MLB Network yesterday, and they asked him about Milwaukee and whether or not he's looking forward to the Milwaukee food scene. Milwaukee's got a a good little food scene, so um, I'm excited to dive into that. Um, there's a there's a food market I know I have to check out. Uh, some guys, Daniel Vogelbach was there, and he was you know right away was coming up to me with all the restaurants I need to go to, and, <laughs> and uh, you know it's a it's a I think it's a sneaky good food city. <laughs> Vogelbach, hey Perfect. hey Mark, here's where you gotta go. Vogelbach, if you remember, he was what one or two seasons at least with the mm-hmm. crew, right? Our first yep. baseman who he was a big boy. Whose physique resembles that of Barrel Man? <laughs> he was compared to that. Yes. So I, w- I would definitely take a foodie tip from Vogelbach. Absolutely. Coming up next, trying to get to Wisconsin State Fair. There are limited options on Milwaukee County Transit. That story just ahead. Oh, wow. Wisconsin State Fair opens its 11-day run later this morning. Gates open at 10 o'clock. It's the 172nd Fair. If you don't want to drive all the way down and park, word of caution, no freeway flyers once again this year. So how come they were back for Summerfest, but they're not back for Wisconsin State Fair? WTMJ's Adam Roberts looked into that, as well as your options for getting to the fair. There's plenty to love about the Wisconsin State Fair every year. One thing not on that list may be getting to the actual fair. So let's go over some of your options for getting to the fairgrounds if you don't want to drive and try to find a parking spot. The first option available is the bus, though there are fewer bus options this year than years past. Many, myself included, recall taking freeway flyers from points at the edge of Milwaukee County into the fairgrounds. But those buses offered by the Milwaukee County Transit System will not be present this year due to what MCTS is calling budget concerns. The bus service was available for Summerfest this year, which marketing manager Anna Scriver explains was due to Summerfest reaching out well in advance of the event for a partnership. They provided the infrastructure, the web access, parking for the employees who were going to man the shift, all that good stuff, but unfortunately we don't have a parking ride shuttle to 
State Fair this year. So, with no freeway flyers this year, what's the best way to use a bus to get to the fair? If they're taking uh, Route 33, the best way is to perhaps, and they're coming from the from the west, you could take a Connect One and give it a try for the first time. It's the first year ever that we've had the electric bus rapid transit route. You could take a Connect from the park and ride lot at Watertown Plank Road, and then you would transfer to 33 South, which would take you right to the state fair. Now, the Route 18 from National to Greenfield is the other route that gets you right there. And if you're not sure which route to take, then I highly recommend you go to our brand new app. It's called the Umo Mobility app. You can download it and just key in where you want to go and it'll tell you exactly which buses and what time and which bus stop. And you can track your bus real time. You can pay your fare all right there. Scriver also notes that paratransit riders on MCTS's Transit Plus will still be able to get rides to the fare this year for $4. Riders should contact their assigned van provider. So whoever they typically ride with um, through Transit Plus, they would call and schedule a ride to the fair. As for other arrival options, some area businesses are offering shuttles to the fair this year. There's also a designated pickup and drop-off area for rideshare services like Lyft and Uber just outside the U.S. Cellular main gate on the north side of the park. And as always, free bicycle parking is available, both near the fairground's main entrance and by the south entrance at 81st and Greenfield. Just be aware that the Hank Aaron State Trail will once again be closed between South 76th and 84th Streets for safety reasons. Adam Roberts, WTMJ News. And 10 o'clock opening for the 172nd Wisconsin State Fair. Brewers Senior Vice President of Baseball Operations, General Manager Matt Arnold joins us in Brewers 360 coming up in nine minutes. New trend on social media now. See, I don't even... You and I debate even whether this is a trend. Right, just because someone posts a video. Seven people on TikTok (laughs) did it. That's a trend. This one is called bed rotting. Bed rotting. A new trend sweeping TikTok involves staying in bed for extended periods of time, not to sleep, Vince, but to do passive activities like watch some TV, scroll through a device, eat a snack. What do you mean extended? Like an extra 20 minutes after your alarm goes off? Even longer than that for some people. Lounging in bed all day for some people. Come on. The trend is most popular with members of Gen Z who may feel burnt out from work, school. I'm shocked to hear that. Yeah, a lot of baby boomers staying in bed all day. Gen Xers doing nothing all day. No, Gen Z. It's definitely not Gen Xers. Gen Z is the ones doing this. The benefit, and there is some according to health.com, bed rotting does have its perks. How does rotting have any perks? I don't, yeah, the rotting part I don't get. Psychologist uh, from New York told Health in an email in small doses, she says, it can calm the body and help ease stress and exhaustion, especially for people working long hours in a physically or mentally demanding role. These individuals might use this practice to give themselves an opportunity to recharge their batteries, so to speak. Oh, I'm in favor of that. But if it's branded bed rotting, that I've always that sounds like days in bed. I was always under the impression that like some people who spend all day in bed, like actually that's like a, a sign of depression and whatnot. That you need to find ways to get out of bed, get your body moving right, in right. order to to feel better mentally and physically. You know me, I don't even sit well, much less sit in bed all day. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> all day eating crackers, no, go insane. <laughs> 
How long has it been? Seven minutes. I Vinny. find my kid eating a bowl of cereal in bed. I'll be like, get out of there. <laughs> right We're there. not riding in bed today. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Wisconsin State Fair today. Fair opens in less than three hours now. 10 a.m. start time for the 172nd fair. <laughs> if you pay full price to get in. What's the rest, Eric? You're not trying hard enough. That's pretty close. You just didn't try ah, very hard. Dang it. Today's gate promotion, $5 admission until 4 p.m. with a cash donation or at least two non-perishable food items for the Hunger Task Force. So again, Wisconsin State Fair used to start at 8 o'clock back Back in the day, uh, pre-COVID start time was 8 o'clock, yep. and after COVID, I think it was noon for a year or two, and now they've backed it up to 10 a.m. That has to, a lot to do with just the vendors trying to get people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> to work and things like that. It's a long day for everybody involved. Oh, the, the 4-H kids, they're already up and at it. <laughs> right, because the cows don't care <laughs> what time the gate's <laughs> right. open. Anyway, 10 o'clock start time for the 172nd Wisconsin State Fair. Brewers General Manager Matt Arnold is our guest on Brewers 360. That's next. <laughs> Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After a throwing error by Andrew Monasterio in the bottom of the ninth inning Wednesday afternoon, the Washington Nationals rallied to beat the Milwaukee Brewers by a final score of 3-2. After going 1-5 on the road trip, Milwaukee, who still trailed the Reds by just a half game in the NL Central, will look to rebound with the Pittsburgh Pirates coming to town beginning tonight. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 540. 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Gets on base a lot, Rocco. Do I care if it's a walk or a hit? Pete? You do not. I do not. Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold is live with us this morning on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Morning, Matt. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, Matt. I don't know if you saw it or not. Vince Vetrano throwing out the first pitch at the Chinooks game last night. Did you catch that video? I did. I checked it out. I mean, I, I was just wondering if he has an agent. Um, you know, I, I can't. I can't believe we missed him in the draft. To be honest, so well, um, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we're we're ready to sign you if you're interested. So <laughs> it went okay. I told I told the boys this morning. Cause I have an okay arm. I was never a pitcher, but I I could throw the ball. I had I had thoughts approaching the mound of like. What if I would put a little zing on this one? A little, little pepper one <laughs> put in some there. Heat. And I just thought, no, nah, man, just get it there. Don't bounce it. Looked like it looked like it was close to a strike, maybe on the inner half, but uh, but yeah, it comes out pretty good. So hey, that's why we have player development. <laughs> the fish did ring it up as a strike, so the Lakeshore should have named Gill. He he gave me the punch out, so I feel good about it. All right, Matt. Trade deadline has come and gone. Give yourself a report card. How how did you improve this team? Yeah, look, I, we were certainly busy, and, and I think we were able to help the team. You know, we, we were able to, to add uh, a, a bat that we liked in uh, in Carlos Santana, certainly uh, an outfielder in, in Mark Canna that we like that has a long track record of success, um, you know, and, and also a, a left-handed reliever in Andrew Chafin and somebody that we like a lot. And so th- those guys all have long track records of playing well in, uh, in, in, uh, in important games, and so we're, we're thrilled to have those guys. The, the frustration, I think, with Brewers fans occasionally, Matt, is just the, the bats, for whatever reason. It just seems like uh, 
for quite a spell here over the years. It just it seems like the bats can never just stay hot or at least find multiple balls in an inning. Yeah, I think that's right. And especially, you know, our, our formula, as you guys know, has been pitching and defense. And that, that's the toughest part about games like yesterday, you know, when we, when we come up a little short and, and make a defensive miscue. But we were right in that game until the ninth inning. You know, that's the thing. And, and I think what it does, it just keeps us in games, you know, throughout the course of the season. And over time, you know, that has shown up as uh, a formula for success for us here. Talking with Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold. Matt, can you take us into the last few days up against the trade di- deadline as much as you're willing to share about your phone ringing or the calls that you made? Was there a deal that you were offered maybe that you're like, no, nope, we're not giving you that guy? Um, yeah, a lot of them. Um, certainly, yeah, I, th- I think whether it's you know the, the, the top prospects in our system, we got asked about a lot, whether they're good players on our major league team. I mean, th- there were some, uh, frankly, very offensive asks that I probably gave to another team um, that somebody probably gave to me, uh, which is okay. You know, you're just brainstorming. Sometimes it's with your friends in a lot of cases with other teams. Uh, and that's what it's about, you know, trying to come up with some common ground to make a deal, but certainly busy. Um, had a lot of fun. Actually, my, my son called me uh, at like 3.59, and, and the deadline is, is, uh, is, is 5 o'clock, and he wanted to know if we were getting Eloy Jimenez. Um, <laughs> I, said, I said, buddy, I, you know, I don't think they want to talk to him. <laughs> they don't want to talk about him. And, uh, oh, and know, also, so that- <laughs> I'm not getting him if you're calling me on the line right now. Need to free up the line, son. And, uh, is, I'm just ripping up phone calls between all these other teams, and my son calls me from his little gizmo watch, you know, and he's actually <laughs> like, you Anyway, yeah, it was busy. I got a lot of ideas coming at me, but uh, you know, overall, we think uh, we helped the team this year. So, when do you know if an ask is offensive? When you see the little dots on the iPhone where the text is going, and then it stops, <laughs> and then the little dots go again, then it stops, and then you don't see, yeah. you don't hear anything back. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes you kind of throw your hands up, and if somebody asks you about something. Uh, or vice versa. I'm sure in the other room, it's just, it's just, you try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. At least I do. And, and make sure, Hey, like, I think this is something that helps you guys and helps us. And ultimately that I think leads to the more productive conversations, but certainly you can lob a hand grenade out there and, uh, it doesn't always land very, uh, <laughs> very positively. <laughs> Dude, it's just like Moneyball, right? They're in there. Hey, no offense, no offense. I'm just asking, you know, from where I sit to where you sit, right? all of that stuff. Yeah, we we uh, luckily, I mean, we have long relationships with a lot of people from other teams, and and they're usually pretty cool about it in both directions. Well, I don't care whose feelings you hurt, Matt. We got a couple of guys here, yeah. and we're back home today, so let's get fat on the Pirates. Here we go. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, thanks, Matt. Always appreciate you. Ten minutes before eight o'clock, Mark Tauscher is our guest next. Trivia. Oh, we have trivia today. Yeah. Oh, it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Brandon, do you have? I did not let you down this week. Okay, so uh, we need a player then. Pancake, we need a player. 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. 855-616-1620. We need a player for trivia with Tausch. We'll take caller number five next. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? That yellow one? That's not lemon. This guy? I'm not a booty guy. I don't think. Or him? You're going to probably have a couple extra beers, and you're going to probably think to yourself, how much longer am I going to do this? The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Morning, Tausch. 
Good morning, boys. How did the how did the big first pitch go last night, Vinny? Well, I didn't bounce it, Tausch. I was telling the boys I, I got out there, and I, for a moment I had the thought of, I'm going to really zing one in here. Maybe I'll give them, give them a little show today. Yes. A little sauce on it. But I didn't. I kind of I balked at that and just uh, played it safe. So how much warming up do you do before that? No warming up. There's nobody to warm really? up with. I didn't bring a glove or anything. I did check on that because Matzik texted me just before I'm about to go out there, and he's like, hey, by the way, it feels really weird to be out there without a glove right? and throwing a ball. Because when do you throw a ball without a glove? Yeah, it's right? true. So I said, should I go get my glove? And he goes, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been that guy. Right? would have been a clown. So we got her there, Tausch. All right. Well, well done. You went from the mound, I'm assuming, right? I did. Not I did indeed. I towed up the rubber a little bit. Got it. Dug Have in. To. Absolutely. And the fish rung it up. He called it a strike. The fish know? mascot, Gil. Yeah. So. Uh, rumor has it it wasn't a strike. It was outside. <laughs> well just outside. Touch, just touch. Yeah, like just I had to switch. reach a little. All right. Let's play trivia. We've got uh, Nick on the line with us from McGuanago. Morning, Nick. Good morning. All right, you know how the game works here, Nick. You got to pick me. You got to pick Eric Bilstead, or you got to pick Tausch to get the answer to Brandon's question correct. Or you can say he stumps us all. If you are correct in your prediction, you win a huge prize package. Who's it going to be? I'll take Tausch on this one. Love it. All right. All right. I need a win. I Tausch, need a win. You like when you have the ball at the I end do. of the game. Yeah, don't you? I, I'm actually offended when uh, our fans don't pick me. <laughs> so this is your segment. That's cool. Yeah. This this one I think favors Tausch too. This question. Uh-oh. Oh too. well, great. So an old, Thanks, an old Brandon, a friend of his. So with Brookfield native and former University of Wisconsin and Cleveland Browns left tackle Joe Thomas set to be enshrined into Canton this week. And my question for you all is: How many quarterbacks in total? Ooh. Did Thomas block for during his 11-year career? And I want you to name at least five of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Oh, we're going to need a bunch of hints on this one. Name at least five? This is an absurd question. If you question. can't name five, no, then give I me I can the... name five. I just don't know the exact number. I think I mean, if you yeah. think about it, you could easily name five, Vinny. Yeah, you can name okay. five. Uh, I'll name five. Tim Couch, Baker Mayfield, um... Boy, he had a lot of bad quarterbacks that played with him. Maybe I can't get that. a couple. A couple of the quarter. I'll give you. Here's a hint for the quarterbacks. A couple of them played in Green Bay. Yeah, who did the Packers trade? Yeah, Tim over there? Couch was in Green Bay for a little bit. Uh, you got Baker. You have is Mike Glennon with him? Mike Glennon is not with him. I don't even know Boy, how to that's score. That's amazing this. that you could go this. You could look <laughs> at it, and he's Josh Johnson was with him. Uh, incorrect. Well, okay. Well, I'm fairly certain Josh Johnson was there, but maybe not starting quarterback. All right. I'm going to need some hints. All right. The amount of quarterbacks he blocked for is also tied with Kevin Grogan for the most by an NFL offensive lineman in history. I'm just going to sit in my chair here. Like, I, I'm say, I could throw a number. Nothing. Right. I'm going to say, I think I was listening to a podcast yesterday. I'm going to say 34. 34 is incorrect. High or low? That would be a hint. Okay, right. fine. I'll take a hint. Your final hint? Yes. Lower. Lower than 34. <laughs> All right. I say 17. 17 is incorrect. Okay. Of course it is. Asking for an exact number here. Go ahead. <laughs> this number is also known. Choose a number at random. Here, here's another hint for you. This number is also known as the law of attraction. I, I don't know. 30? Pi. 
Well, <laughs> 3.14. 30, you said? Yeah. Incorrect. Don't know. Right, go, go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. Just tell us. No one's getting this. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you just tell us? <laughs> he blocked for 20 different starting Oh, everybody knows that. Yeah. 20. <laughs> it's a lot. It is and a that's, lot. Uh, Point I taken. think that's a big reason why Joe Thomas, for as great as he was, never played in a playoff game. So a couple of the Packers uh, <laughs> quarterbacks, a couple of the Packers quarterbacks he blocked yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. That's ah. the one that's a That's a layup if you're a Packer fan. That's a layup. Yeah, I should have known that one. Uh, that was- Seneca Wallace, another layup. Okay. Yeah, it's a, like a mid-range jumper. I think that's it. Oh, well, that's, well, that's a good right. win by Brandon today. I well, needed that. Tough question. Tough question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I rule that one. Like there were multiple parts to it. Well, to I had to tie. Number. I had to tie in Joe Thomas. He is a, <laughs> he the did. native. Okay. Yeah. He is going to the Hall of Fame. You know. But we're happy for him. Uh, Nick, sorry about that. Uh, Brandon stumped us all. Not very impressive showing here by us. <laughs> Nick, what's your ruling <laughs> on that? Was that, that was too hard of a one. question? That was a difficult question. Okay. Yeah. Um, Unfair to Nick. As it's well. about I time, though. Say. I've been giving you that's guys layups for Brandon's months. Brandon's questions have been sometimes we answer before we even ask the question. So that's, <laughs> that's fair. True. All right. Sorry about that, Nick. Appreciate you playing. Tausch, we'll talk again tomorrow. Sounds good. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Siri Lask.